0: This is CPX number 50, Lead Us Not Into Temptation. We are in prayer part 8 of the Catechism of Pope St. Pius X, CPX, page 52 to 53. Question and answer number 34 to 38. God give you his peace and nomine patris fide, Spiritus Sancti, amen. Heavenly King, Consoler Spirit, Spirit of truth, who art present everywhere and filling all things, treasure of all good and source of all life. Come dwell in us, cleanse us, and save us, you who are all good. Amen. In nomine Patris, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Question number 34. What do we ask in the sixth petition, and lead us not into temptation? Answer, in the sixth petition, we ask, lead us not into temptation. We ask God to deliver us from temptation, either by not allowing us to be tempted, or by giving us grace not to be conquered. Number 35. What are temptations? Answer, temptations are an incitement to sin that comes from the devil or from the wicked or from our own evil passions. Question number 36, is it a sin to have temptations? Answer, no, it is not a sin to have temptations, but it is a sin to consent to them or voluntarily to expose oneself to the danger of consenting to them. Number 37, why does God allow us to be tempted? Answer, God allows us to be tempted So as to test our fidelity, increase our virtue, and augment our merits. Question number 38. What should we do to avoid temptations? Answer, to avoid temptations, we should fly dangerous occasions, guard our senses, receive the sacraments frequently, and have recourse to the practice of prayer. Thus are the words of the Holy Pope. Okay, two real quick announcements. First of all, thank you to everyone putting food on my table and a roof over my head with your donations. Secondly, you can find all these videos on BitChute. Go to Padre Peregrino, no space between Padre and Peregrino. That's BitChute, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E, Padre Peregrino, in case I get kicked off YouTube. And we might get these up on Rumble. As always, these are also on Apple Podcasts and all of the Android apps like CastBox. Okay, today, let's look at number 36. Is it a Sin to have temptations, and Pope Saint Pius the Tenth answers in thirty six again. No, it is not a sin to have temptations, but it is a sin to consent to them, or voluntarily to expose oneself to the danger of consenting to them. I just started watching the extended version of Lord of the Rings Part One, and you know, about a year ago, I thought of doing a blog post on how pornography is the ring. It's this like uh, thing of power that many people who are addicted to it consider it their precious. But as I was watching it last night, I realized, you know what? I think I'm going to write a blog post on how the Ring of Power is much more like a smartphone, not like pornography. Why is it like a smartphone? Because if you watch the movie closely, or better, read the book as I did 20 years ago, if you read Lord of the Rings, the ring in itself doesn't necessarily make you fall. But it is this power in your hand that does allow you to fall if it's misused. And most people who do have it fall. And so I think I'm going to write a blog post on that. And so we have to ask ourselves this question. Is even having a smartphone out there a uh, way to voluntarily expose, if not yourself, at least your children to the danger of consenting to a lot of bad stuff out there? There's a lot of good Catholic families out there that think, my kid would never do this. And if you talk to priests and psychologists, you'll see that there's children as old as 3, 4, and 5 getting addicted to stuff on the phones and you think well they've never found my phone you might be very very wrong on that so i'd encourage you guys to be really really careful for what your kids are finding okay let's look at those last two they almost seem contradictory 37 said why does god allow us to be tempted Answer: god allows us to be tempted so as to test our fidelity increase our virtue and augment our merits but then on the other hand number 38 said what should we do to avoid temptations To avoid temptation, we should fly dangerous occasions, guard our senses, receive the sacraments frequently, and have recourse to the practice of prayer. Okay, so those last two combined are very interesting because Pope St. Pius X is basically saying that before temptation arrives in your life, before temptations find you, we should do our best to, quote, flee dangerous occasions and guard our senses, end quote. However, If we find ourselves in the midst of temptation, and remember, this can be even temptation to say gossip through a friend or a family member who likes to gossip. If temptation arrives, then we have to realize God has allowed this test. Why? Quote, to test our fidelity, increase our virtue, and augment our merits, end quote. Wisdom chapter 3 says, quote, As gold in the furnace, he proved them. And his sacrificial offerings, he took them to himself. In the time of their visitation, they shall shine and shall dart about as sparks through stubble." End quote. So remember this. Not only is temptation conquered, temptation that is conquered, not only is temptation conquered not a sin, it actually increases our merit in heaven. Many of you probably know this story. Maybe I've quoted before. St. Catherine of Siena was very, very tempted by the worst blasphemous thoughts for years, And she thought her heart and mind were so dark, and then Jesus appeared to her after several years, and she said, where were you in all this? And he said, I was with you the whole time, for you never consented. She even thought, I think, that she lost grace. She lost sanctifying grace, but Jesus showed her she fought off every one of those horrible thoughts. They didn't come from her. They came from the devil. In the name of Jesus, she rejected and renounced them, and therefore she never consented, and therefore this actually increased her strength. If you think of what happens in weightlifting, you're actually breaking down your muscles, but in doing that, it makes them stronger. Okay, now a big question that a lot of people have, especially men, is, can lustful thoughts be mortal sins even without any actions? Of course, the answer is yes, since our Lord said, But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. End quote. But in a time when we're surrounded by so much immodesty, many people out there, again, especially pious men, they are not sure when they've consented to a temptation mentally just because they had the initial movement stirred up in their heart at a temptation, either exterior or interior. Well, thankfully, St. Francis de Sales, in Introduction to the Devout Life, chapter 4, part 6, wrote something called, "...how temptation and pleasure may become sinful." And I think the following is worth memorizing, especially for men out there who are pretty pure of heart, but they get caught up in scrupulosity on wondering if they've consented when they're hit with a major temptation against the ninth commandment. Again, when you're tempted in your heart, and of course had no actions, actions are mortal, how do you know if you've triumphed over a temptation or gave into it? The doctor of the church, St. Francis de Sales, writes, quote, Sometimes we are caught off guard by certain symptoms of pleasure immediately following a temptation. At most, this can only be a very slight venial sin. However, it becomes greater if, after we perceived the evil that has befallen us, we carelessly delay for some time and dally with the pleasure to decide whether we ought to allow or reject it. The sin becomes still greater if, After becoming aware of the pleasure, we dwell on it for some time through downright negligence and without any determination to reject it. When we voluntarily and with full deliberation resolve to take pleasure in such delights, this deliberate purpose is of itself a grave sin if the object in which we take delight is also very evil. Okay, so the part to memorize there is that the slightest consent to an impure thought, quote, becomes greater if, when we perceive the evil that has befallen us, we carelessly delay for some time and dally with the pleasure to decide whether we ought to allow or reject it. Then the sin becomes still greater if, after becoming aware of the pleasure, we dwell on it for some time through downright negligence and without any determination to reject it. Then, and here's the one to really listen for if you're wondering when that thought becomes mortal sin, when we voluntarily and with full deliberation resolve to take pleasure in such delights, this deliberate purpose is of itself a grave sin, End quote. When we voluntarily and with full deliberation resolve to take pleasure in such delights, talking about ninth commandment, temptations, becoming consent, that's when it becomes mortal. That's St. Francis de Sales in Introduction to the Devout Life, chapter 4, part 6, on how temptation and pleasure may become sinful. Okay, now, this is really important from what I just said. Not that we ever want to get near that edge in allowing slight temptations against the sixth and ninth commandment. As long as we don't, quote, voluntarily and with full deliberation resolve to take pleasure in such delights, end quote. No, we don't even want to come near that because once we're saying that's the only limit, we're going to fall over that edge. Anybody who plays with fire will eventually get burnt. I just give you that quote for the more scrupulous people out there. Uh, Not just men but men and women it's just men are a little bit more visually wired and worry about this stuff once they're on the pathway to purity Um, because often men are very worried by these mental temptations Um, but women too so everyone should probably memorize that so they know when they've conquered and when they've consented and need to confess and hopefully um, never on that other one since we actually do want to avoid sin as much as possible in any case for all temptations Not just for those sins against purity. We're going to look at just the whole thing and close up on this. Um, Our first goal for any temptation, whether it's despair or impurity or gossip, our first goal, according to Pope St. Pius X, is to flee or fly. Same word, I think, in the Italian or Latin. Flee or fly from those dangerous occasions, guard our senses, receive the sacraments frequently. And then, and then if we find ourselves in the heat of the battle we must remember that we are like that gold being tried in a furnace where what we feel is actually impurities bubbling to the top when we reject and renounce in the name of Jesus all temptations to lust, to gossip, to despondency, to gluttony, to anything that you can name, including envy, any of the seven capital sins. In the name of Jesus, we reject and renounce them. When we do that, our crowns become more glorious in heaven. Please say in our Father for me, et benedictio De omnipotentis, pace suffilii spiritu sante, descendet super vos et manet semper amen.